Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We've had an extraordinarily busy show today. So much happening today, not the least of which is some breaking news with an Amber Alert and Dave Lee getting inducted into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Um, I did not want to let this very important story slip through the cracks. I'm Jordana. Thanks for hanging with me on this Thursday afternoon. The Abby Honnold Act is now federal legislation. Some of you may remember Abby's name. She is an activist for she is a a survivor, excuse me, first a survivor of sexual violence, of rape. Uh, She is also an activist and has inspired her name and her activism has inspired the law that works toward improving law enforcement training into sexual assault cases. I got to meet Abby and some other extraordinarily brave women when I was working on my podcast um, inside the news investigating rape with the Star Tribune and WCCO radio a few years back. And um, well, I, I spoke with Abby last night and she she didn't have time uh, to come on and join us today. She is otherwise tied up on something else. Um, I just wanted to share with everybody that this is amazing legislation. And, and here's what it does. Law enforcement agencies will now be able to get federal grants to improve how they investigate rape and sexual violence. Abby is a true advocate for trauma training because, unfortunately, police officers and first responders sometimes aren't necessarily trained in how to deal with victims of trauma. And victims of trauma react in different ways than victims from other crimes. And when you fully understand the trauma that somebody has gone through, A, you can be more respectful to them, but it also leads to a better outcome in helping solve the case. So this is exciting. This will give grants to law enforcement agencies for them to be able to provide the training for trauma-informed investigations. It'll improve communication between victims and law enforcement and uh, hopefully avoid re-traumatizing victims. One of those victims, and I, I don't love that word, I'm going to say survivor, thriver, advocate, is my friend Brooke Morath. Brooke also, like Abby, was part of the story and the podcast and the investigation that the Star Tribune did. She has been her own advocate and has recently helped in get bringing her rapist to justice, which just happened in the last few years here. And she's joining us to react to this new law. Brooke, I'm so happy to have you back on the show. Always happy to be here. 
How are you, by the way? How are you doing? I know you are in the healthcare field now, and are, what's going on? Staying busy as ever, that's yes, for sure. Uh, the research good. never slows. <laughs> good. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that, and I'm always glad to hear your upbeat voice. And when you heard, I know you're familiar with the Abby Honnold Act, and now, of course, we're learning that it is a now a federal law. Just react to that a little. And what does that mean for survivors of sexual violence? I, I mean, I'm just absolutely thrilled, especially amidst what has otherwise been fairly bleak uh, mm. news headlines. This is just such a light of hope. Uh, and as you had already mentioned, this for victims specifically, victim survivors moving forward, it, it has just such immense potential to transform the interactions that you know, that unfortunately victims must go through in the criminal justice proceedings, uh, really, of course, the reducing the re-traumatization, but then, as you mentioned, improving outcomes and doing this through an evidence-based approach. Uh, And it it benefits everybody involved, prosecution, Mm -hmm. law enforcement, it, it it's just the d- degree to which um, the, the promising outcomes are, they're, they're almost endless with, mm-hmm. with what this bill introduces. And I'm just very excited to see where this goes. Unfortunately, in the time of your attack and in the time of Abby's attack, obviously this wasn't available. That's why it needed to happen now. And because of, of women like you and Abby, you've shined a light on this. You've stated that it's it's super necessary. Just re- very briefly share with us, what's the difference between being questioned by somebody maybe who's not trained and then the advantage of being someone who's who's questioned by someone trained in trauma-informed training? I would say there's probably a spectrum of experiences, so I don't want to give any, uh, make it too black and white, but from my experience, at least, it felt, and I I don't perceive trauma-informed practices. I I don't, I didn't feel as though they were uh, utilized in my case, and it felt a little bit more like an interrogation, and uh, it was very, there were no open-ended, or opportunities for open-ended uh, recounting of what happened and it, it just felt mm-hmm. very almost caged in and mm-hmm. and and not to say that there was any bad intent necessarily but just when I left that interview I, I, I didn't feel good that's for certain and I knew I didn't I wasn't able to provide the best information and there were things that I withheld as well because I, I felt as though it wasn't that space wasn't open for what I later realized was mm. absolutely critical information. And, and had there been somebody who was informed, um, just even a basic understanding of what happens, the neurobiological foundations of trauma and, and how that is such a critical, plays such a critical role in, in, in the memory formation and then um, access to those memories in these interviews is it can make or break a case. And again, just the most basic training on those, uh, neurobiological foundations. It, it's. I can only ima- begin to imagine how beneficial that's going to be for for all parties involved. 
And I, I think of this, I think of you and Abby and the other women that we talked to, and I think, I, I wish I wish it was available for you. And I know that we can't change the past, and I'm just grateful that now, today, it will be available for more young people who are, or, or anybody, excuse me, anybody who is a, a victim of sexual violence. Uh, Brooke Morath, it was great to talk with you. Thank you for jumping on, and it was so good to hear your voice. And again, congratulations on this huge victory. Thank you, Jordana. You got it. It's a victory for all of us. It's a victory for um, anybody who wants to end sexual violence. And hopefully, my friends, that is all of us. Uh, Let's change things up a little bit. It is St. Patrick's Day, and maybe you're wrapping up work. Maybe you're thinking, hmm, I think I will begin the celebration. Joining us is going to be Nikki Erpelding. She is going to share with us the perfect St. Patty's Day cocktail next. Have you had, made your toast with green beer? Have you had your St. Patty's Day cocktail? If not, we're here with a little inspiration. Nikki Erfelding from Top 10 Liquors is joining us now to share a little, I think it's called, um, David, what did you call it? The St. Patty's Day? The Irish Maid, I think we're going to learn how to make. Irish Maid. There we go. Nikki, welcome to the show. Hi, Jordana. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Okay, the, I, I'm sure you're busy today over at Top Ten Liquors with all sorts of fun things, but um, the Irish Maid, what's in an Irish Maid? Yeah, so it's uh, we take Jameson, of course. That's a good one for today. A couple ounces of that. <laughs> uh, half ounce of St. Germain elderflower liqueur. Uh, squeeze some fresh lemon juice in there. Uh, a little bit of simple syrup. and uh, but But, you know we put cucumbers into this. So what we do is we muddle the cucumbers in a shaker, add all of the ingredients I just talked about, put some ice in there, um, shake it up, strain it into a, a cocktail glass with ice and garnish with a cucumber slice. Does it make it green or is it just like the splash of green because of the cucumber? Yeah, well, it gives it a refreshing aspect, but no, it doesn't really turn it green. It's more of kind of a yellowy color. It's not really great. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you can put so for color. you, are you doing, do you, do you, are you setting up shop? I know I saw you on WCCO TV. Are you setting up shop, making these cocktails all over the place? Are you making them in the store? Who's enjoying these? I'm making them for the whole office today, actually. So <laughs> yeah, everyone's drinking one right now. <laughs> Oh, that's super fun. Okay, so the Irish the Irish Maid. Now, do you have any other local recommendations? Because usually I see a lot of people drinking beer on St. Patty's mm-hmm. Day. Maybe it's just because we're going for volume, not necessarily cocktails, because it's sort of a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Uh, St. Patty's Day. Any recommendations on local beers or Irish beers? Anything you want to share? Well, definitely um, the Guinness. Uh, Guinness is yeah. the most popular this time of year. And, and you can actually make a Guinness uh, cocktail uh, with a little bit of white cream to mint, and it's called the newly minted. So you just, and it's really simple. So it gives you a little minty flavor with, with your uh, Guinness beer, which is delicious. Wait, so just take the beer and put in a little creme de menthe? Mm-hmm, Yeah. Well, see, that's super fun. That's a little a little different take on uh, celebrating this this St. Patty's Day. I think that's super fun. Uh, what else can yeah. you share with us? What else do, you, do we need to know about St. Patrick's Day cocktails other than to be safe when you have them and maybe one or two mm-hmm. is enough? 
Yeah, and, and that's fine too, but um, um, any kind of Irish, uh, uh, you know, if you have Jameson or Keeper's Heart or Kieran's New Redlocks, if, if you're doing any Irish whiskey, it always goes great with ginger beer. So, and then add a little lime juice and then you've got an Irish mule. So we don't, you don't have to go super extravagant. It can be easy and simple and delicious. I love how you're saying an Irish mule. I, I feel bad. The, the, the Russian drinks, uh, we normally know that as the Moscow mule, but we would like to change it today, maybe every day, I don't know, to the Irish mm-hmm. mule. So thank you for your fun take on that. We appreciate that. And of course, uh, I know you come to us and we thank you from Top 10 Liquors. You guys have about a dozen locations all around the Twin Cities. Correct. Thank you. We'll see you in the aisles. Thanks, Nikki. Appreciate it. All right. The Irish maid. Yeah, you got it. The Irish maid. And then I love that idea of, does that appeal to you, David? A a beer with a little creme de menthe. Yeah, yeah, it actually does. I think it's fun, especially on a holiday, to mix something else into your beer. I think that's super fun. Yeah, so there you go. A little bit of cocktail or a little bit of beer. That is, But please imbibe wisely, <laughs> imbibe safely. And as Todd Walker saw, and if you didn't see that out, you can watch his whole live extravaganza at Jordana WCCO on Twitter um, because that was super fun. He was at a bar on 7th Street in St. Mm-hmm. Paul, and there were bagpipes and every, everything, and he gave a good reminder, take an Uber. No, Everybody Jor- Uber. Jordana, I mean, you know, you and I both have day jobs and kids and all that stuff. So I don't know about you, but I don't get out too often on St. Patrick's Day. But have you ever been out on St. Patrick's Day? Is there a time in your life oh where gosh. you partied at a certain location or what's your what's your tradition? Well, in in college, this was huge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess any excuse to drink in college <laughs> is sort of the big, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Not, not that we needed an excuse. It was just Tuesday. So that wasn't. Um, but yeah, St. Patty's Day was always super fun. And I guess we just started day drinking in college. And I do remember getting in trouble. I think I got suspended from the cheerleading squad because I think I oh, went to practice damn. a little too tipsy. <laughs> and you can't go to practice tipsy because the guys, when they, they throw you in the air, you got to really have your wits about you or else you'll come down flailing and hurt somebody not the least of what yourself so i think i i do remember getting in trouble for that yeah uh what about you david what's your what's your uh, go-to for saint patty's day you know uh n- really nothing i think i've been out maybe a handful of- your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too but when you finally decide to take care of you there's instacart just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings camera on while she's sneezing coughing and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same take it from us trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind instead get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressors and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Times, and I don't know, I suppose there's always a green beer special or something like that that I'll get, but... Uh, that's that's about it. However, I think I'm going out tonight with my. Oh, uh, I think headed? my wife and I are going. Well, you know, so you missed it today, but we had a we had a staff party today, yes. and they gave out door mm-hmm. prizes, and I'm the now new proud owner of a gift card to uh, Pat's Tap, which is a great oh. spot in Minneapolis. So I think we're going to go there tonight. Do you already have a built-in sitter for this, David? I remember those two small children that Katrina gave birth to a few years ago. Where, where are they going? That's a great question. Are they coming well, to Pat's Tap with they you? They are not coming to Pat's Tap. See, there's a benefit of having a roommate uh, that right now is my brother-in-law who lives with us. So kind of built-in baby. Especially we won't go out until after the kids go down. It's kind of a great mm. little situation. So I'll go home and have dinner and we'll put the kids down and then my wife and I will head out yeah. for just a little while. I do remember, yeah, when they're young, they go to bed early, so it is sort of some free time. Good. Well, I hope you do celebrate. Maybe you'll make the Irish maid for dinner, and then you can go enjoy uh, (laughs) Pat's Taff afterward. (laughs) Uh, When we get back, we didn't get a chance to do our St. Patty's Day quiz because we got the wonderful Dave Lee on his great award being um, inducted into the into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. So we will share that. And another holiday today, it's Purim. I'll share a little bit about the Jewish holiday of Purim next. A little Bon Jovi for St. Patty's Day? Okay, I'll take it. I will absolutely take it, David. Now, I am not an Irish person, but I think that everybody is Irish on St. Patty's Day. It's a, a culture that is fascinating and interesting and rich in history and culture. And David is here to educate us with a St. Patty's Day quiz. I am. I mean, Thanks, Paul Paul yeah. tries to pretend to be Jewish, so can't we pretend to be Irish <laughs> today? I mean, it's kind of the same pretend. thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least on St. Patty's Day, right? Okay, we can okay. be honorary. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, all right. So I've got a little quiz for you about St. Patrick's Day, which I guess, Great. full disclosure, I'm not Irish either. Um, okay. I, I, you know, I had to do some research and figure out the answers to these Google. things. So I'm, I'm learning right along with you here, okay? Hit me. Yeah. Uh, okay. First up, historians generally believe that the actual St. Patrick – the patron mm-hmm. saint of uh, was the patron saint of Ireland, and this happened near the end of the fourth century. And at the age of sixteen, he was kidnapped, kidnapped by Irish raiders and sold as a slave to the Celtic priests in Northern Ireland. So oh the question is: so he was not so he was sold as a slave to Northern Ireland. Okay. So he was not actually born, however, in Northern Ireland. Where oh, was he okay. actually born? Was he born? In Britain, or in Russia, or in Spain? I'm going to say Britain, because maybe somewhere close, so he could have been kidnapped. So Britain. There you That's go. exactly right, but St. Patrick, there's not you. actually from Ireland. How about that? I know. There's a little. Impress your friends, right? <laughs> I like it. Uh, the little red-haired, green-clothed leprechaun, who is uh, commonly associated with St. Patrick's Day, of course. Um, the Irish name for this little thing is is something I can't pronounce. Um, oh. But the original, you know, the the original leprechaun, Luprexina or something, whatever. Uh, but what does leprechaun actually mean? What does that actually mean? Does it mean small-bodied fellow or drunk little boy? Or 
mini St. Patrick. <laughs> you definitely made up drunk little boy, and I'm pretty sure you made up mini St. Patrick. So, so what is it? Small bodied fellow? Is that <laughs> you don't think I made up small bodied fellow? <laughs> pretty sure you made up the other one. So the process of elimination there. <laughs> okay, okay, you got I'm me. killing it. Yep. <laughs> That's interesting, though. Small bodied fellow. Like I would think, because a leprechaun is such a a storied character. Like I guess I would have thought it had more of an intricate name, but. Simplicity. Yeah. Simplicity. Yeah. I guess. I guess. And there's a look, there's a lot of folklore behind it, but that's what the sure. actual name means. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some more uh, St. Patty's Day trivia here. Uh, we all, you know, we know that a shamrock uh, has to do with St. Patrick's Day. We can, of course, get a shamrock shake with, at McDonald's, which is sadly My the first got thing. One today. It's mm-hmm. the first thing I think mm-hmm. of when I hear the word shamrock, which is, of course you is. know, I don't know if that says a lot for our culture, but it's true. <laughs> So what but what really is a shamrock? Is that a young three-leaf clover or an Irish word for green or the name of the Irish flag? Shamrock. Is it a, is it a three-leaf clover, Irish word for green, or the flag? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the clover. Clover. Wow, you're very <gasps> good. It refers to the actual, it's like the plant. It's like this very young clover that's, uh, you know, obviously we see that emblem on, you know, right. flags and advertisements and everything, but that's really what it is. That's cool. Okay, good to know. I'll impress my friends. There you go. Uh, okay, the very first ever St. Patrick's Day parade was held in, get this, March 17th of 1601. Can you believe that? Oh. 1601. Wow. That's a long, okay. long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was held in a place that is now this, you know, you know, things have changed a lot. The geography's mm-hmm. changed a lot in 500 years. But uh, it was held in where? Uh, a location that is now Dublin or Florida or Helsinki. Well, I'm pretty sure you're trying to trick me with the Helsinki. But I'm going to simplicity. I'm going to go with Dublin. No. The very first St. Patrick's Day parade was actually held by Irish who had emigrated to the U.S. And it was held in a place that is now Florida. Stop it. Yep. No. In Florida? (laughs) I thought Florida was the least possible. They're crazy. Uh, Isn't that great? I am. I am impressed. So that's just the parade. That is. That's, it was the first ever St. Patrick's Day parade. Okay. Yes. Yes, indeed. So not, wow. yeah, not that it was never uh, celebrated before that. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I absolutely would not have guessed that. Well done, David. That is definitely. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got another one? Uh, yeah, I got one more here for you. Okay. Uh, of course, we hear about folks eating corned beef, which that's what Todd Walker yes. was eating. Uh, corned mm-hmm. beef and cabbage with the potatoes on the side. Um, but what actually is corned beef made of? Is it made oh. of beef brisket or beef shoulder or pork belly? Well, it's definitely not pork belly because <laughs> corned beef is kosher. So that's sure? something that I, I eat. Yes, well, kosher corned beef is corned beef. <laughs> but, no, well, I mean, I guess I'm not sure because you're finally trying to freak me out here. But... What, what 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 were my other two options? So then it's well, it's uh, beef brisket, beef shoulder, or pork belly. I'm going to say beef shoulder. No, corned <sighs> beef is actually brisket. made of beef brisket. It's a brisket. Yeah, it's a brisket. Which you should That's know that, Jordana. Brisket's a common item at the I, greenhouse. At the at the greenhouse, I know, and I do. I make a brisket, but when I make a brisket, my favorite cut 
is oh, it's the top of the rib. It's not the shoulder. Mm. So okay. I should. Yeah, I guess I could have. All right, um, I failed. Okay, I got, I got one more bonus question though. Oh, for you, okay, hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier this uh, earlier in the show, about an hour and a half ago, we talked to Todd mm-hmm. Walker. We streamed it on our social channel, so you can go back and watch mm-hmm. on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, but what was Todd was on a restaurant on Seventh Street in St. Paul? What was Todd drinking? He had two drinks during his session. What was he drinking? Do you remember? Well, I know there was a green beer there somewhere. Okay, yeah, that's one. And then what else did he? Um, what was he given? Oh, what was he given? Yeah, he because he, he started with the green remember. beer, and then somebody gave him. Ah, yeah, you're not gonna. I'm right. not gonna remember. But good for you for paying attention. I My, paid attention. Yeah. He's he yeah. had a shot of Jameson that, that he promised not to drink on air with us. Of course, <laughs> that's what we learned about in our last segment too. A shot of Jameson there Irish whiskey. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope now Todd is having a great time. He claims that he stayed sober for our segment. Do we believe him? I mean, yeah, I guess I believe him. Fairly but, sober. You know, I, I don't think he is anymore. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I mean, he didn't have to, but that was generous of him. But I hope he is having a great time and imbibing. And you know what's interesting about this day, David, and this is complete coincidence, mm-hmm. is that St. Patty's Day, just this year, has fallen on the Jewish holiday of Purim. The Jewish holiday of Purim is is being celebrated today. We call it the Jewish Halloween because kids dress up in costumes and people are supposed to party and you're supposed to drink. You're, you're supposed, you know, in in Judaism we're not supposed to get loaded, but we do, you know, a lachaim, we do a toast, we make a blessing over the wine like you do in Christianity too. But on Purim in specific, you are supposed to drink to get drunk. It is a holiday of hidden meanings that all things are hidden in this world. So. Uh, I appreciate the St. Patty's Day quiz. When we get back, I'll share a little bit about Purim before the end of the show. Happy Purim, the holiday of Purim. If you were in my neighborhood, you would see kids walking around in costume, people exchanging gifts of of alcohol and uh, candy. It is a very festive holiday. But but Paul asked me this morning, so what's what's Purim? I said, well, they tried to kill us. They they didn't. And then we eat. And that's pretty much the story of every Jewish holiday. They tried to kill us. We didn't die. We lived and we celebrate. That's the story of Purim also. Purim, but David, you were familiar with Purim uh, from the Old yeah. Testament because yeah, it is Purim's, the story of Esther. Yeah, Purim's mm-hmm. up in Ottertail County, right? <laughs> Sorry. That's a different kind of Sorry, Purim. Sorry, had to. <laughs> <laughs> this one is P-U-R-I-M. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, but it's the story of Esther, Megillah Esther, the book of Esther, the letter of Esther. This is what uh, we share, where um, an evil king named King Ahasuerosh in ancient Persia was swayed by his right-hand man, who is the villain of the story named Haman, uh, to murder all the Jews. And the reason Haman wanted to do this was because there was somebody in the king's court, a man named Mordechai, who would not bow down to Haman. And, you know, in Jewish law, we don't bow down to humans. You know, there's only God, so we don't bow down to idols or people. So he didn't bow down to Haman. Haman got really mad. And again, I'm making this a much shorter story than it is in the Megillah. Uh, Haman got mad and he convinced Ahasuerus, who wasn't a very bright king, that all of the Jews should be murdered. Well, Ahasuerus did not know that one of his many wives, Esther, Queen Esther, was a Jew. And she took it upon herself to try to save the Jewish people. But if you approached the king or if you went and made, you know, a 
recommendations or um, behests, you could be beheaded because of this. It was a very dangerous thing for her to do. Well, what she did was she went on behalf of her people to Ahasuerosh, and she said it is Haman who is the bad guy. It is not the Jews, and please don't murder the Jewish people. And he granted her wish, and she is the heroine of the story. So on the day, which is today, that the gallows were erected to start murdering and the genocide of the Jews, Haman and his 10 sons were hanged in the gallows that were set up to commit the genocide or begin the genocide of the Jews. So that is the story of Purim. And on Purim, we there, there are some really intricate details of the story of Purim, because in nowhere in the story is God's name mentioned. The name of God is not mentioned. And that is a metaphor for how things are in life. In the story of Purim, things are hidden. Ahasuerus did not know that he was married to a Jewish woman. Um, there was this whole plot going on against the Jewish people, and, and nobody really knew why Haman was making accusations about them, but it was really just because he felt slighted about Mordechai. So there are a lot of hidden things in the story of Purim, and that is a metaphor for life, that we are not in control. God is in control. God runs the world. We don't run the world. So whatever illusions we have, as people today, of control in this world is, is not real. And we have to have faith, and we have to pray, and, and that everything will turn out well in the end. So there are a lot of hidden meanings about the story of Purim, we, and that's one of the reasons that you get drunk. On Purim, yes, it's celebratory, but it is also this feeling of not being yourself, of, you know, uh, hidden feelings or being jovial, yes, but it's not really the true self that comes out because it is the drunk self. So that's just a lot of fun, and we have a lot of fun with the getting the drunk on Purim. We also eat a cookie, and David, I, w- I will bring you some of this, Okay. called Humantaschen. Uh, maybe you've seen it. I'm sure I brought it for you last, last year. It is a triangular-shaped cookie. And this one always confuses me because it it is allegedly the shape of Haman's hat. Haman, the bad guy in the story, used to wear allegedly a hat in the shape of a triangle. You know, think kind of Chris Columbus kind of thing like that. And I I never understood why we make cookies in the shape of his hat because we shouldn't honor him in any way. But maybe it's, you know, to munch on his hat and to once again <laughs> defeat him you know who, who knows but that we, we so so the the cookies are triangular shaped and they have a delicious filling it's chocolate or it's apricot or you know nutella so people make homentashin and we eat homentashin on on uh purim and we give gifts we it's traditional to give gifts yes yes to the poor um but also to each other uh so that is it's another way to tithe and another way to um give donations um so that's included in purim so it's a great story and and when we hear it is it's important to hear the story of esther so the megillah the book of esther is read in the synagogue and every time the name of haman is read out loud the kids have little noisemakers little groggers to drown out so the the name of haman so anytime the rabbi says haman it's so fun to be able to make noise in the synagogue because that's usually not a thing so as soon as we he says haman or she says haman the kids get the groggers out and they yell boo and they stomp their feet and uh it's super fun and celebratory in the synagogue when the megillah is read wait no so what does this mean for your household tonight like his handsome husband already a couple cocktails in or what's going on tonight yes he is 
Yes, he is. <laughs> he, he stopped by to, uh, or, you know, he was on the show at four o'clock to yep. tell about the sewage and he goes, babe, I'm done. And then he was going to party with the rabbis uh, and hear the Megillah over at the synagogue. So a handsome husband is for sure three sheets to the wind, or he should be. And I think maybe I'll go send Maddox to pick him up later. Uh, but we live in a small community. He can walk home too. <laughs> so, so tomorrow's kind of a rough day with all the hangovers uh, after this joyous holiday because the rabbis and those who observe for him definitely take it seriously and they are enjoying their party day. So again, if you see people wandering around in loud costumes, eating uh, lots of candy and drinking, you'll know what's happening, David. I'll be careful on my way through St. Louis Park tonight. Be, be careful. That's right. <laughs> uh, so thank you for letting me share a little bit. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy Purim for those uh, who are celebrating. David, thank you for sharing uh, the day with me. Paul will be joining you. I have tomorrow off. Um, have a safe day and keep our thoughts and prayers on the people of Ukraine. The news is next on CCO. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.